every festive we wake up with the damn sparrows. But Nzala, <laughs> no, she's up at 1 p.m. Kari, and we're like, but where you been though? <laughs> Here opening pots like you cooked. The combination meal, inspired by seven colors, is something for everyone. Nando's, fired up. Cliffcentral.com. Well, very good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to, and thank you very much for tuning in and listening up to cliffcentral.com. My name's Sunil and I'm here for pridefactor.co.za. Now, Pride Factor is a life skills academy dedicated to improving the quality of young people's lives. And you can find out more about Pride Factor by going to pridefactor.co.za. And we're very grateful to Cliff Central for giving us an hour every Monday between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. and for a show that is called Inspired Youth. You can find out more about Inspired Youth by following the hashtag Inspired Youth SA on Facebook and Twitter. So this is Inspired Youth, another entry here, another show we're doing, and we've got uh, the pleasure of having two very, very nice people, very, very pretty people in studio. Uh, we've got Ewan Taylor, who is a co-cart rider, racer, and he's recently stepped into a Porsche as well. I haven't even ridden a Porsche yet. We've also got Fabian Lance in here. So we've got a, a guy and a girl in studio. I'll let me tell you a little bit about Ewan and also Fabian. Now, Ewan started racing at the age of 11. Is that right? 11? That is correct. 11 years old. He's done regional races, national, international, and his dreams started from just the humble second-hand cart. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Fabian is girl power all the way, all the way here. And she started at nine years old and she's recognized and as one of the top female kart races. And that's regional, national, international races as well. And we I would like to thank you both for coming in today to talk to us. And we're talking about dreams and ambitions, dreams and ambitions on our Inspired Youth show today. So just give us a little bit, little bit of a background behind each of you. We'll start with, with you. And in fact, now we'll break that. We start with the lady, lady <laughs> first, ladies first. Ladies first. first. So, so yeah. tell us a little bit about you, where you start with, where the go-karting or karting. I say go-karting because, you know, I've tried karting. Mm. I did those, those things where you Car- do 15 laps. the mean more like racing me- the, Okay, it, so yeah. I did go-karting, <laughs> but the tires kept getting in the way. And I don't know, it just didn't, <laughs> didn't really work. So Fabian, let's, let's start with you. Let's t- tell us more about you. Uh, well, I started at the age of nine. Uh, I am part of a, a racing family. We actually discussed it early on, Ewan and myself. But it's more like a racing pair. Okay. Our dads are the first uh, in the family to actually do motorsport racing. Um, so I was always, you know, part of the motorsport scene. Um, my dad raced cars and he had a workshop tuning cars and, uh, preparing other racing cars. So I was always sort of in that environment. All right. But I never got into a cart until the age of like eight in indoor karting. So that's where you do your go karting. <laughs> At eight years old, I was still looking for my Lego. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So, so it's, uh, something that I took an interest in. Um, he was obviously hoping that uh, my older sister or brother took an interest and the youngest one chose to do it. Oh, right. Uh, so from there, I obviously had to prove myself already um, just to obviously at that stage to show that I'm really interested in this and then at the age of nine my dad bought me my first cart and uh, it sort of went from there okay. and uh, obviously building from strength to strength yes uh, classes to classes and now till today oh wow wow okay so 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 you started at nine I must tell you I've still I still can't believe nine-year-olds are getting into carts going let me go and race a little bit you and what about you 
Oh, well, I, I started at 11, as you said. Ha, she and, beat you. Uh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my career started off, uh, I would say, late to consider where I wanted to start. But uh, I always used to love sitting there when my dad used to watch the Formula One Grand Prix mm-hmm. and she'd play with my toys. And, you know, but one day I took real notice to it. You know, he was watching the Grand Prix on a Sunday. And I, I was playing with my toy cars and I looked at this and, you know, I was watching Michael Schumacher back then, uh, destroying it in the Ferrari, you know, killing the game. And yes. so I thought, you know, I want to drive one of those. I want to be yes. that guy. You know, I want to be the next, you know, Edson Senna or Schumacher, you know. Yes. And I always wanted to race since then. I knew my dad had a bit of it. He never forced me into it, which, which I'm very grateful for. He let me choose my own passions, my own dreams. And that helped a lot, you know, because then you find something you're happy with. And uh, I asked him and asked him, can I get a cart? Can I get a cart? Can I get a cart? And he, 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 was, he was reluctant like to. Begging him. He, yeah, he wasn't <laughs> sure. He wasn't sure. He was like, you know, it's a harsh school. It is a harsh, motorsport's a harsh yes. environment for such a young person. I mean, it's a lot on how you do and, you know, you want to perform. Yep. And it's a survival game. So he got me into it eventually. 11 years old, we decided, okay, you know, school marks are where they need to be. Um, so I can get a, a go-kart and I got a little second-hand one from... 2005 at the time yes and uh i started and i got on the road you know and that was where it started and now i'm i can say i'm already happier with where i am i'm still climbing but i'm if it stopped now i could say yeah so 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 in case you're wondering what's happening we we are here on inspired youth speaking to you and taylor and fabian lance who are both Karting races. I'm not going to say go-karting because I got that wrong. Karting races. But they also, they, they've had ambitions and goals from a very, very young age. So you say you, you started at the age of 11 and Fabian, you started at nine. Now, as I said, when I was nine years old or eight years old, I was looking for my, for my Lego. What sort of, sort of challenges can you think of when you were a child got you to say, okay, I'm going to do this? I'm going to get in there. I'm going to go and race. Besides saying, okay, I'm going to, I want to be a Ferrari racer or I want to jump into and be Formula One. What are the, what are the main dreams as, as the, as you, you as the youth, Fabian as the youth and you and as the youth that said, okay, let me get into these carts. I think uh, the biggest thing is what it teaches you is a lot of discipline. When you're driving out there, you're on your own and you need to make decisions in split seconds. You don't have an hour to think of if you're going to go left or right of an accident or something like that. Yes. And uh, I always use myself as an example. Um, I used to struggle with schoolwork when I was small. And my mom says the moment I started racing, it all changed. I became like an independent person and I had a direction. And uh, racing the cart or any form of a racing car, there's so many dynamics to it. It's it's the driver, it's the engine, it's the handling, it's so many things that you got to package together and yes. and then actually go and beat the other person or other people on the yeah. track. And things can change in a split second, things can fail in a split second, and it's how you deal with all of these things that you actually have uh, life skills that you can use further on in life, whether you race one year or twenty. That is amazing. Yeah. So you you're sitting back and and I see you want to say something, Ewan, but you you're sitting back and you're like, okay. You know, when I get in my car, push the button, car starts, and I go. Mm. With with karting and racing, there's so many other things that you have to think about all the time. So it actually helps you focus. And, you know, like anybody who has a dream or ambition, it requires that kind of focus that you actually are knowing exactly what's going on. What's going to happen if the one nut comes off the wheel Mm. or this warning light goes on? Ewan, what do you say? No, you know, like, yeah, I agree completely. I also used to struggle with school. 
at the start and you know i never had anything to do besides soccer after school and <laughs> you know racing came into it and all of a sudden my parents said okay if you want to race the marks need to be good so i had then motivation i had i had um a reason to to go do well at school so i could just go practice could leave to go to swat corps raceway after school and just get out of my uniform put my suit on you know jump in the cart and it's also it's also very therapeutic i find that racing is just it matures you as a person mm-hmm. it makes you independent you know you meet a lot of people as well you learn how to just present yourself as a person better you find yourself you can find definitely find a, a different person you know, it's a, it's a passion. Okay. It's a I, passion. I know I don't want to be funny about this, but both of you said you were struggling at school <laughs> and then you started karting <laughs> yeah. and then suddenly and you're fixed. doing great at marks oh, and everything. Yeah. No, then we became, wow. became good. Oh, you know, I the think. modern thing is a lot of the parents, we've got that in our team where they uh, almost dub the kids as to ADHD or ADD or something like yes. this and that. And then they actually start carting and all, uh, most of them get off the medication, and uh, which is really nice to hear. It's uh, like case. Ewan says, it's therapeutical case. and yes. it's healing kids. So, <laughs> yes, yes. So, so Ewan, you said that that was your case? You, you are on yeah, medication? Yeah, well, my mom sent me to... Uh, some some sort of after school activities I don't know but my sister then said that when I was older she's like you know mom thought you were a bit coco so yeah so I, but then I did racing and everything became I settled down you know as a kid yes. and, you know I had a reason to, to not go I had something to look forward to every yeah. day and uh, it made me put my mind to yeah. other things as well you, you said something very important there and I, I want to emphasize that you said you had something to look forward to every day I'm, I'm assuming that's the same thing with you Fabian very much so, so this, you know, obviously you had these dreams these ambitions to be this big famous racer and yeah. go on the track and have fun yeah. and you had something to look forward Beat to everyone. every <laughs> single day now would you say I'm going to ask individually now would you would you say when you have a dream or ambition that the, those are the kind of things that drive you yeah, that help sure. you get to those things? I think they also just keep you on track as a person in general. I mean, if you don't have... Is that a pun? Because you race, you just use the word track. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You picked it up before I did. But I think it uh, definitely keeps you on track. You don't... If you're not doing something, if you don't have something to look forward to, if you're just sitting there, that's when you can start to, to lose your way. You can, you know, go other directions. So it's good to have something every day to look forward to whether it is school which is probably not the case with most kids but mm. something you enjoy you know yeah, so that's yeah. what racing did for me all right now fabian you you've been doing it a little bit longer yeah and you're not going to say how old you are because <laughs> you know you don't you don't insult a woman like that but you've been doing it a little bit longer what are the some of the challenges you've had in trying to pursue your dream and your ambition and being known as one of the top female kart racers in south africa it's quite a heavy load on the shoulders to carry well it depends how you look at it because uh, for me when the helmet's on we're all drivers i'm there to do my job i want to win so i'm going to do what i need to do and what i have to do to get there um obviously if the woman aspect gets thrown in i'm going to use it i don't think uh, (laughs) uh, i would i think any girl should uh i always say it's a male dominated sport it's not a male only sport Mm. So it is for boys and girls. It's just She's that more boys do it than girls. Us. I think you've been preparing <laughs> that one. Say, say that again. It's, it's not a male dominated. What? It's it's not. Uh, it's a male dominated sport, not a male only. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That should be like the quote, cool. Fabian's yeah. quote. So so you so you're saying you you have you have had some challenges along the way. Yeah. So um, when I was small, uh, a lot of it was um, they pick me out because it's the girl. So they bump the girl around, and then <laughs> mm. eventually my dad got fed up and being the a, a racing 
brain or sort of racing uh, mentor coming across onto me. He says, uh, you know, if you're not going to make a plan and get past them and bump them back, and whether it's left, right, over, under, find a way and get past, we stop racing. Mm. So obviously I didn't want that. So I had to make a plan. And then uh, if I had to bundle bash someone, I did it to eventually leave me alone. That's so evil. <laughs> you and, I, I mean, Ewan's younger than you. Do you, do you not do know you? that in primary school, the girl's always the bully? Oh, <laughs> right. So Ewan, you, you being the younger one of the two of you, yeah. uh, do you find yourself bumping the girls on the track? Be no, honest, though. Always, be honest. I think I was always a gentleman. I, I know I raced against Fabian, but I did see her get bumped a few times. I did see a few guys do the bullying. But I think also when, as, as well, when you're just a new kid on the block, you generally get quite disrespected. Yes. <laughs> you know, I came in there and there were guys like, uh, you know, Nathan Parkins and, you know, uh, Sheldon Funderlinder, all guys who are very, really renowned as well for racing. And I came in there brand new, used cart, a cart from old, 2005 you know these guys on the newest stuff and used to get there and i used to get excited because there was a huge crash that happened and i'd get to fourth place from like last and this yes. was my first race and i got to fourth i was so excited half a lap later i think they all just came nyan, 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 right past me yes and i was like wow okay and you know they kind of punched me around but and wouldn't you say just, just like life's dreams it's like that you think you're going ahead you're getting ahead of everybody and yeah. then some somebody, somebody comes past a curveball just comes yeah. you know yeah, like just so, so tell us about some of those curveballs you and uh, that you've experienced. Because I know that I, I read a bit of, I, mean, I did my research on you, <laughs> and <talking>. then <laughs> you know you were pretty young around, around some of the masters and the older guys on the track, yeah. and now you raced a Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about that journey. How did it feel? Ah, oh, it's the best story I have. You know, so I so we'll sit back with a bit of popcorn. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll try. I'll try it. Um. You know, I started, yeah, karts. I started with my karting and my junior classes when you learn and get to get the familiar things, learn about the karts, learn about the school. I mean, it's just like another school. You know, there's grades, there's classes, there's age groups and, and you're working you know, towards the, the meaner drivers, yeah. there's the nicer drivers, there's the teachers, the mechanics. Yes. You know, it's just like a, it's just like a school. It's a sort of same idea, but just fun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I started karting, but then after my junior, after I went overseas for the first time in 2013 for my junior rock, uh, finals, which was like for the ages of 13 to 15. I, I did, I, I did quite well. I didn't get a result as, as, as what I wanted to, but I, I think I did well for my first time overseas. I did get scouted by, um, by a, a single seater team. Yes. Quite a big thing at that time because I have a lot of age still to go. My age was at my advantage. So they left me in carts, but they said I need to move up more in mm. the age groups. They okay. need to see, they need to test my metal. If I want to come to an, to a main circuit, single seater car like a gp3 car or a porsche gt3 was what i drove now if you want to get there you need to show very quick development so you had these goals to reach i at had every single point i had, of I had my years planned out i would yes. say i did have them planned out like obviously you can't plan everything yes. you know not every when it comes to racing it's 50 percent machine 50 percent human you know yeah so it depends on both of you but I went with these plans and I went to DD2 and that's where me and Fabian, we had a few good races together. I remember the first regional, I actually remember very clearly. She actually, she taught me a few things. I'll tell she you, taught she you actually, a few she things. Taught me a few yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I took them forward, you know, and I, I must tell everybody listening to this now. Fabian I mean, has a massive smile on yeah, her face. No, 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 I'll give it <laughs> to her. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pet myself. Respect, <laughs> respect where it's yeah, due. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's good to, to be like that. I'm yeah. the same. If somebody pulls a good move, I'm like, you yeah, gotta, yeah, you gotta respect it. You know, and you learn from other people. I, I think one of my, my, strongest things was I learned from a lot of other drivers to build my own style mm. 
And then from there, I went uh, from DD2 and Racing Fabian, which was the open class at the time. We had about, there was like something like six SA champions and like it was two world champions. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of really good guys driving. And uh, that that was quite well. That went quite well. And then I went into, I think I came fourth. I came fourth in... No, sixth, I came fourth in nationals that year and then uh, second in – yes, or third in, uh, in regionals. And then you put me by one point at the end of regionals. You said you put me and you, you points at Fabian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one point. Well, I make sure one point. Okay. Well, one, one important point. Yeah. Point. That was, I was actually I was shocked. I didn't know. And I was like, <laughs> okay. wow, okay, nice. Yeah. But uh, then I went from there to X30, which is shifter carts, which is seven speed. Which is very quick. Seven speed. Very, yeah, very, seven gears, very quick little machine, you know, I mean, it's probably zero to a hundred in something like, uh, three seconds. Okay. You know, it's very quick. You keep up with a lot of your supercars in a hundred meter sprint. But, um, that's where that kind of class teaches you more, yeah, your main circuit driving, your shifting, your clutches, you know, how to keep a, the car going as fast as possible in every moment, you know, and mistakes can get punished a lot. So that was a very very big learning curve for me. I went to France, the World Championships. I, I qualified for that in Le Mans, and mm-hmm. um, I had a South African teammate there with me as well. Fortunately, he had a very bad accident, so uh. yeah, he got injured. But that went well for me. I was in the I was in the top ten, and I was like uh, I was a top six fastest, and that was for in the world, you know. So that mm-hmm. was for me a good representation. And from there, I got picked up from Porsche. That's wow. where they saw me in in France. Um, one of these team managers um, came to me and said. He used to actually work in South Africa and live yes. in South Africa as a as a driver and a me- mechanic and all of that. And he said, uh, I noticed you're South African. Then I decided to watch you. And then he saw that I was actually pretty good. So, you know, so yeah. back to back me up, my South African flag. You see that my flag backed me up, which I'm quite happy about because I love to represent SA. Yes. And uh, then he picked me up and put me into a, a GT4, GT4 uh, Porsche Cayman at Spa, which is in Belgium, one of the most famous tracks in the world. I would definitely say one of the most fun tracks in the world. And I got there and I, I did, I've never driven a car ever. Yes. Know, I was just from a go-kart. It's a big step to go. So from, you didn't have a car. I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't license have a license yet. even. I and he steps into a Porsche. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even have a license. So I'm just like, sweet. Let's do this. They get the team, my teammates in that team, which was Momo Megatron. Uh, this is the team. My teammates were leading the championship. So now I still had, now I had teammates that are the best. So I'm like, wow, I've got some serious shoes to like full, you know, yes. I'm taking the other car now. And these teammates, uh, they took me around and showed me the track and stuff and coached me. And I thought, wow, this is fast. Like, I don't even know if I can drive this fast. Yes, know, I yes, was yes. like, wow, this is a big step. But then I got in the car and straight away, I tell you straight away, the first session, I did one slow lap and then it just started getting faster and faster and faster. And I was just having so much fun. I was oh, literally, as a, I, I felt like I was playing a video game back at home on my PlayStation. That's because he just, still doesn't have a driver's license yeah, at the time, yeah. you know? And I mean, this is a dream I've. This is a yeah. track I've dreamed to 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 race at. I, I watched so, my first Grand Prix. So let me ask you this now: you, you say that this is a track that you dream to race on as yeah. well. How did it feel to accomplish that? Not only that, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you agree with me here, but it's very important that you have the support of other people around you. Oh, no, and in this case, it was this guy who just yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he 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 gave me he back he saw my talent, I would say, and he thought I was good enough, and he put me in the car. And my dad also, you know, I must say very big thank you to my parents because what they've done for me is incredible they've paid for my karting you know they've paid up until they could you know until Mm -hmm. it gets too much you know you need to get a sponsor you need to start growing yourself now as a person in this world you can't have your parents spoon feed you the whole time so they did everything they could up until this gt4 race and that was the last thing they could do for me and 
surprisingly it was it's quite a it's quite a good story like i go there my first race ever and i go and beat my teammates and i get a podium in my first race and there's professionals as well and that's when the team were like, That's okay, because Fabian that's... wasn't there, you see. She no. wasn't the one racing you to take that point out. <laughs> no, 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 there were two guys that finished ahead. Yes. I'm not sure if she was one. Oh, <laughs> no, but but um, that went well. And then from there, the team were said, okay, this okay. guy's good because I beat my teammates. And then that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, we'll, well, well extend with you. So. You know, this is a, at the moment, it's a male-dominated studio, but not a male-only studio. <laughs> yeah. No, so, so let's so ask off, no, please. Fabian, I mean, just in case anybody, before water. we before we <laughs> speak to her very quickly, uh, this is the Inspired Youth Show on cliffcentral.com. It happens every Monday between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. And it's all compliments of Pride Factor, which is a life skills academy dedicated to improving quality young of the li- lives of young people. And you can find out more at pridefactor.co.za. But this EastCliffCentral.com and we've got Fabian Lance and also Ewan Taylor in studio. They are two kart racers who represent our country around the world. I mean, I've been listening to Ewan and speaking yet how he's been saying he's been to Belgium, he's been to here, he's been to there and I'm like, okay, I haven't even touched the poor shit and here he is, you know, representing the country. But you also mentioned something, you, you, you thank your dad. Ewan, you thank your dad very, very much for the support. And I, I, I mean, I believe your dad, Fabian, was uh, former saloon car champ. Explain a bit about that. Uh, yeah, so that's a uh, big shoes to fill as well. You know, it's uh, you got a, know about a, a famous a famous dad racing against the likes of Cyril van der Merwe, Michael Briggs, Terry Maas. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Yes, and uh, at some stage, you know, it, it, they were very, almost celebrities in South Africa. Mm. Uh, these names, and uh, he was very much a privateer kind of guy. He, um, he's like a DIY. And I'm, I've turned out pretty much the same, which is a good thing. I'm thankful for. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so racing against all those guys, he beat a lot of them. He's won a lot of championships. Oh, wow. Um, you know, so whatever my dad says is right because he's winning. Yes, so, yes, yes. so the, obviously at the younger years, it helped me a lot. Uh, to become what I am today. Yes. And, uh, uh, also thanking my dad for everything he's taught me. Yeah. Um, to be like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, but you know, you need to be stubborn sometimes. You need to be hard. Um, I, I never say don't ever be arrogant, but sometimes you need that, that as well. So yes. it's, uh, making a complete person or the complete driver with, um, all the different sort of qualities that you need and uh, him being there from day one to share that with me. And today he's still there whenever yes. he needs to. Yes. And he helps so with the little kids as the, well. The support of your parents yeah. have been very important. I'm hearing yes, that. Very but much. Speak, to us to, speak to us a bit about, I mean, you had this dream to be a racer. Tell us a bit about the journey. Just summarize us. Tell us, tell us where, it's, where, you, where you got your first podium or where you first beat Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it actually Not the took, second option. <laughs> <laughs> it took a very long time for me to actually uh win a race. Is that um, because you were a girl? No, okay. I think it was just the um my dad had a good motto there. He was yes. like you need to fight and work hard to where you really want to get to without having the best equipment. Um so he would be like, "Okay, here's decent stuff. Try and win with that." 
Mm. And uh, um, it makes you a much better driver than getting everything on a silver yeah. platter. Yeah, for sure. uh, because if something goes wrong, then you fall hard. And uh, sometimes you've got to race with something that's not quite perfect and you've got to make a plan um, to actually still try and get out on top. Wow. So uh, my first win was uh, in November 2001. Wow. I remember that day and my mom that's was there to film it. Old. So Ewan was three it. years old at the time. <laughs> so, so she was there to film it. So, uh, I watch it from time to time just to memorize this is where you, you come from. Wow. And, uh, obviously from there, it was like, okay, now you're going to win again. Now yes. you're going to win the day. Now you're going to win a championship. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've been fortunate and, uh, I'm very glad to say that I've, I've won several championships. I've come second in South Africa numerous of times. Amazing. Represent South Africa overseas. The the best was uh, fifth at the rock final. Uh, that was cool. The first girl to ever be on the podium. Ooh, rock so on. Claim that one. <laughs> yes. And uh, obviously everywhere I race, um, I want to uh, not steal the limelight, but make waves. Yes. Yeah, I got to make an impression. And uh, naturally by doing that, just put that helmet on and just go do your job. And uh, it it uh, often it uh, comes out positive and uh, yeah. Okay. Now, now, now we know, we, as we said in the very beginning of the show, it's about dreams and ambitions. And both of you had this dream or this ambition to be like massive races, awesome races in the future. And here you are sitting, you're representing the country. You have your bumps along the ways, your challenges along the way. What keeps you going? Definitely the passion. Definitely the, 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 the drive, you know, just the feeling of being in the car, on the track or in the car, on the track, you know, it's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of business side to it. There's, you know, there's funding, then there's sponsors and there's mm. all kinds of politics. And this drives a driver crazy. I promise you paperwork. Don't put in, that's why we won't get at school. Don't put paper in front of us. <laughs> okay. You know? okay. But when, once we're in that car and we are going, that's, that's what we do it all for. We go through anything for yeah. that. Would you agree, Fabian? Feeling. I do. Definitely. You know, uh, sitting behind the steering wheel and, uh, especially when you get it, that perfect lap yeah. is, it's from the, the best engine performance or tuning and to the best handling and you just get it right. right it's like your heart sits in your throat and you just want to shout and you're like yeah this is what i live for yes 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 okay so. okay now let's just take a step back very quickly i mean we we we, we all know right now if you listen to this by the way we, we are speaking to you and taylor and fabian lance they are kart racers you can follow them on social media you can just search for them they are all over social media and uh, you can also follow the show on inspired youth sa use the hashtag inspired youth sa but so we're taking a step back now and let's Speak about schooling because you wins younger than both of us, Fabian. <laughs> so okay. how do you how do you fit in carting, training, schooling, not having a driver's license, getting oh, that, to a Porsche, a, all those that things? That was a bump in the road. Ooh, that was a pothole, actually. You know? Yeah. Um, schooling and racing was one of the most difficult. Okay, look, I haven't had much else in my life besides schooling, but it was definitely, I think, one of the most difficult things I've had to face because even with carting, I was missing day after day after day of school you know i try to be there but this national or this international race or even some regionals you'd miss the friday friday for school just to go practice to go and drive and so m missing a lot of school became a problem so i actually i went to cornwall college okay. back in the day in pretoria and i left that school to go to saint Albans college which is a boys school in pretoria and that was actually probably that decision benefited my career in 100 in so many ways you know yes. 100 ways 
because that school supported me. They didn't say, you know, you have to be here for this or no, we're taking these marks away because of this. They actually, you know, sent me my work when I was traveling. They, they helped me. They gave me extra lessons where I didn't, you know, I didn't need them and stuff. Just, just those extra little things. And that helped me a lot because I know that if I didn't have that with that school, I probably wouldn't, yeah, my trick would have been hard to accomplish because like racing just took so much time. But I'm actually happy now that school is finished. You know, I've got it down. I've got yes. my matric. I can go study whatever I'd like. I did do, did do quite well, which I'm quite happy yeah. about. And I can uh, now focus on racing for a bit. You know, I yeah. can give now my time to racing. Yeah. I just want to. Well, know, if give you it think shot, about it, you've know? been giving your time to racing almost all your life, and mm. you've you had this dedication, this ambition, and this dream to become a big racer. You there, but you're still not. Even though you've there's reached this more. dream, there's still, there's still more. more. It's always it's amazing. More. I mean, I, I've, I'm a firm believer that you may have a dream. Or go, and when you reach that goal, the dream it evolves, and something new comes along. As you're going, you want more. You Absolutely. Know? As you're going, you figure out what it's you need. It's another level. It's There's another level. It's another level. Yeah. It's yeah. like playing a game. Life and is an endless game. You accomplish this game, and then you're like, oh, there's another one. You got to keep going. Yes, yes. Yeah. Now, Fabian, let's let's speak a bit about you. I'm not a stalker in any way, <laughs> but I I did see that you did some modeling, <laughs> and then you had karting, and then you had the challenge of being a female in this. Male dominated, not male only sort of industry. How do you, how do you get through your days? Uh, time management is uh, quite important. So g- going back to the, the school thing, I, I obviously learned how to t- uh, time manage there already, missing the Fridays. Um, oh, I basically started teaching myself to catch up. Oh, wow. And so that Monday morning when I'm there, I have like no clue what's going on. But by Tuesday, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm back on the program. And then for matric, actually, I decided to do a uh, correspondence. So I went with Damlin and I was my own teacher. So I had no tutor. I had nothing. I just sat there with my books. That's boss. And I studied and I made it and I had good marks. And uh, I was like, well, if you can do this, you can do anything. Now, what what I'm picking up here, I mean, you you spoke about the discipline of karting and discipline about Mm -hmm. racing. Fabian, you mentioned that earlier as well. And there's definitely a lot of self-discipline that comes into this because, you know, karting is not just another thing that people do it is something that requires as you mentioned you got to know all the buttons or how to change seven gears <laughs> going from zero yeah. to 103 seconds so when you, you say things like you're teaching yourself you you had to teach yourself you knew you had a certain goal to get you had to That's get right. to that so is it exactly like that when you're racing on that track pretty much it it, it is that way and it's um you know, you set your whatever you've got on your plate right now. So you've got to focus on those kind of things, bearing in mind what you're aiming at. Um, and then obviously, um, like sometimes it can get overwhelming if you're thinking about everything at once. So you sort of break a race day into each heat mm-hmm. and then you break each heat into each lap. And then you focus on each corner at a time. It sounds it's like not mathematics to me. <laughs> no, wait till you have to pass someone. Yeah, so it's not it's not only just driving around. You actually yeah. need to, it's um, you know, where you're going to brake, where you're going to turn, how much are you going to turn, what's the cart doing, what's the engine doing, and all of these sort of multitasking things that you all need to squash into one little thing. But obviously that's overwhelming for a person to understand that's never raced before yeah. now. So that's why you go through the stages. So you go and that's why you go your, to the racing school. 
Yes. Yeah. So you've got your grade one, your grade two, exactly. and then yeah. karting or racing is the same. So that uh, with the racing team that I have, we do the same. We start with the very basics. This is all you've got to concentrate now. And then the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And then before you know it, you can do so many things in a split second. Wow. It all just becomes routine. It becomes natural. Yes. You, know, you make that's it sound say, so easy, guys. That's where nature. they say natural talent comes in. Yes. And that, for the people who have it naturally, they do. They, that helps. They tend it to get help. it quite instantly. That does help. You okay. can see the difference, you know. But you can always still do it as a hobby. You know, it doesn't matter. You can love it. Maybe not good, but you can love it and you can still do it as a hobby. Well, as I, I mean, I, as I said, I, I tried go-karting once. Those 15 lap things. <laughs> and you don't even change gears in that. It's just the one pedal. And... um the tires always sort of came in my way for some reason. I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe but, that was the track. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's speak a little bit about uh, you. I believe you do some charity work as well, Fabian. Uh, yes, giving back to the sport and, uh, you know, going to the community and like with the dreams is, is something that, uh, I'd, I'd like to give the kids. Um, that's why I have the racing team, I think, or, or part of it is like that because, um, everything that I've gone through, I want to give off to the others mm-hmm. to inspire and help others. And, uh, I can, I know it can help so many kids in so many different ways. So, um, I've done a, um, you know, a Kasi to Kasi thing with Motorsport South Africa where we go to the school and demonstrate motorsport and you know explain something like yes. what we're discussing now as to what it can do and uh, give people it helps to get off medication apparently yes it does and uh, it gives the i always say we're building little entrepreneurs yeah. so um, oh I, I must just stop quickly and say even though i said it helps get off medication that's not verified it's just that ewan was on medication <laughs> <laughs> and he went off the medication when he started carting it's because good therapy. It, it's good, good therapy. therapy. Okay, so just, just I don't want the doctors coming to me and saying, hey, "What are you talking about here?" Yeah, no. you, you you were saying, yeah, we talk from experience, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, uh, often often I, I I'm like a psychiatrist by experience, not uh, not by study, but by experience. Because uh, as much as you have all these physical aspects and all of this stuff, you have a very mental aspect to it yeah, too. too, and. Uh, um, uh, you know, putting all of that together and, and like coming back to the, the charity work, um, it's, I don't, you know, just going to school every day and be like, it's another day. It's another day. Like Ewan was saying, you need something to look forward to. So with a motorsport, not everybody wants to be or can be a racing driver, but you can mm. be a mechanic. You can be yeah, an engineer. You can manage yeah. a team. You, there's so many things that you can do. So this is what we like to do with the, the charity work. They're going out there, showing the different uh, machines that you get because there's motor ra- uh, motorbikes, there's off-road bikes, there's stunt bikes, there's uh, legend cars, there's muscle v8 cars there's so there's many polos. different forms like polo racing single seater racing and then yes. i come from the so many side. aspects so many the field is really big you know so you don't have to just focus on this little thing only and if you don't make it you're doomed yeah. there's yeah, so absolutely. many things that you can fall back on it's exactly like the dreams and ambitions that we have i may want to have a dream to become a, a kart racer like you and all like you but then maybe I'm just designed to race go-karts. Well, or, or you can become a designer. You know, there's, you know, your mechanic. kart, like I, I've, uh, the image is very important. So like the t-shirt I'm wearing, I designed that myself. So I've got a bit of a <laughs> design. Can you explain the t-shirt through. to the listeners out there? Cause you know, you can't see through the, the computer, the but yeah. it's very colorful. It's got like a round thing above your 
chest on the hot. <laughs> on the heart, thank like you. It's on, on the, the heart. heart. That's the target. Yeah, so there's a lot of design work and everything as well. Yeah, so you can become a designer. You know, it's a, a image uh, is important because if you want to be seen or noticed, the first impression is important. Like like with Ewan with his performance and somebody saw that, uh, you need to try everything you can to try and get a, sponsor, a potential mm. sponsor or something like that to to uh, see you and recognize you. And then you get PR people. You need media. You need marketing. Yes. So there's a whole lot of people and a team effort that goes behind one driver. Yeah. So racing is not just about getting in the car and turning on the key or pushing the button. Right? That's why I told you that's the happiest part. The happiest part. a lot of other stuff. And that's the one thing you want. To All right. So you're listening to Inspired Youth on CliffCentral.com. Brought to you by CliffCentral.com uh, and PrideFactor.co.za, which is a life skills academy dedicated to improving. Improving the quality of young people's lives. We are in studio with uh, Ewan Taylor and also Fabian Lance. They are both racers. They are racers. They are racy. Maybe in the, the racing industry. What do you call it? The karting industry? Motorsport. Racing industry? Motorsport, Motorsport industry. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and they're here to speak to us about their journeys. And they've been telling us about how they've been traveling the world and the challenges. And just before we, we, we said all that, we also mentioned something about, about sponsors. And tell me, let's be honest. It's not easy to get a sponsor, right? It's really um, difficult. Oh my god! It's I believe it's the hard. You, but I'm still looking. I mean, you do get the one here and there, and very grateful yes. for them. And uh, but it's it's so difficult because the motorsport industry is small compared to a lot of other things. Yeah. So 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 you have this the stumbling block of sponsor because I mean I know it's very expensive to go to these national to buy mm-hmm. international ticket, for example, mm-hmm. and. You have these stumbling blocks, yet you have this dream, this ambition to go there, to go and race on the track that you ra- want to race on, to go and travel the United States or go to Las Vegas, and then you don't have a sponsor. How do you overcome that sort of obstacle? Sure. It's actually, it, I'd say that sponsorship is the one thing that kills careers. You know, it's more, it's, that's the fear of every racing, it's very driver, sad r- racing driver. You know, I mean, I've had, I've been searching for a sponsor for, what three years you know you got to search early before you can't search last minute because yeah you got to go through it go through company after company find out what kind of way is going to work because like you got to find out the interests of that company it's a whole lot of you actually become an entrepreneur through racing it's quite interesting you learn well, motor racing lot. creating up op- oh, entrepreneurs yeah. Yeah, no, i'm probably business was my strongest subject in school because of my racing now <laughs> but um yeah, sponsorship. I'm I'm grateful to say that I do have one now, and I must say thank you to Freddie Jeans, uh, South Africa and uh, overseas, for obviously putting me in the car for this year, and hopefully a good uh, partnership for next year. But uh, I know I know that the fight can be hard for sponsorship, and it can, it's put a lot of it put it's put an end to a lot of my friends' careers. You know, other guys I used to race with that I thought were like, wow, if this guy was racing Porsche with me, we would be quite close. You know, I've given mm. respect to other drivers. I never just say, I'm the best, I'm the best. I'm going to be the best, but I'm saying, you know, there's other people out there that you got to beat, you know. There's other levels, you know, like Fabian as well. She wants to be the best. Everyone wants to be the best. And, well, Fabian um, did beat you. Yeah. I just want to say no, that she again. Did. So, <laughs> she, which she did. She did. Like, we always had some good races, you know, with Brad as well. And um, as I'm saying, like, sponsorships have ended a lot of um, careers, but I think you overcome it by... Finding some sort of way, you got to get yourself a sponsor or just work, you know, earn your own money. I mean, I went to Europe three, uh, three months. I went from February for three months and I came back only in, uh, yeah, no, I didn't come back in June. So I went March and, um, I only, I didn't race. I didn't get in. I got into a car maybe mm. once or twice, but just to actually test it or to shake it down, not to actually give my own performance. 
I actually worked as a mechanic for three months just so I could get into the car. You know, I put in a lot so of hours. So it's not just about being the actual driver. It's about knowing how to do every other thing. Well, I think it well. helps. I think I'm not actually today drivers don't generally get involved, which is what I think they should do. I, after I got, I got forced to get involved earlier this year, it opened my eyes. I was like, yeah. you know what? We actually as drivers have to appreciate our mechanics more as well, you know, and it's a whole, it's a whole effort for everybody. So don't just think, oh, here's the car now. I'm going to go drive it and then go crash and then feel nothing about it. Yeah. You know, guys have put in hard work. I, I sat up for hours till three in the morning at the Formula One events with the Porsche Super Cup, you know, repairing cars, putting engines yes. in and, oh, it was hard work. It was fun. And I love it. I learned a lot about the car and learning about the car also can make you a faster yeah. driver. You know? Now, Fabian, you, you were in Italy this year, right? In October. Yes, that's right. So tell us a bit about that. Um, so I hadn't been to this kind of event in a while. Um, and, uh, I said, I always call this track my home because it's the, the first one where I did really well, which okay. is the fifth in the, in the championship or that final. Um, so I said it's a, a time for a return back to home. And, uh, it was, was very much so. We did really well. Um, we had some hurdles and so on because I couldn't go earlier. Um, and I needed that to go that week extra. But, uh, given the circumstances, I was like, yeah, you're just going to have to do what you do. And that is learned really fast and then uh, just go for it. Um, it was a class I'd never raced before. before. Oh, wow. So I'd really jumping in the deep end of the ocean, but I always sort of put myself to, a really difficult spot because I performed the best that way. It's like a, a BMT kind of thing. Yes. And uh, we did really good. Um, we were the quickest in the end and uh, we finished ninth. Uh, coming from sort of mid-pack So I was very happy with that Obviously disappointed Because I want to win yes. Considering but, uh, there's like 70 competitors Yeah, there, yeah I, I was know. just going to say There's yeah, more than just no, 10 people Yes, yeah. you know and, and, uh, But but it's you got to be realistic And be this is what you have And this is what you're dealing with And did you do the best out of everything? Yes you know, and then you can, you can walk away with that. Yes. And, uh, I think the team was very impressed with the performance in that. Um, Italians generally are like, nah, I think a man can do it better. And I'm like, the helmet's on. You can't see. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. And so you also like, this is a male dominated, not a male. No, I the helmet, yes. everyone looks the same. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so you, you, um, it's sort, of, sort of given that. And then I think the people there definitely were like, the girl from the south is back. Oh. That's my label. Oh. Uh, which I like. So you've got a know. label in the motor industry, the girl yes, from the south. They know. When I'm okay. there, they're like, oh no, it's that one. And I'm like, damn right. It's yeah. that one. I'm going to here to give you hell. <laughs> yes, yes. What is your label, Ewan? Mine's actually quite funny. I don't know. I don't know what the whole case is, but, uh, what they'd like to call me in Germany is, uh, Flüschling. Flüschling, um, means, Refugee. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> but it's refugee. a funny, like okay. it's a, it's a joke. Like they obviously don't mean it, but yes. it's just because they, they, they find it funny how I came from a country where they think we don't know what race cars are. Oh, and yes. you know, and we come and kill it, we kill the game over there. You, and, you know. Do you get that a lot? Do you have roads in South Africa? Yes, I get it all yes, the time. Yes, and is the lion your cat? Ah. Uh, <laughs> and I say yes. In, in Spain, <laughs> I convinced them that I had a pet elephant named Tumi. Oh wow! Yeah. Great, great. <laughs> so we've been chatting to you and Taylor, and also Fabian Lance. They are race car and race karting and just motor industry amazeballs people, <laughs> if I can call you that. And we've been chatting a lot about the actual motor industry and about their journeys. And they had dreams and ambitions to become really, really good and really, really awesome, but they still haven't achieved that yet because they're doing well, but they want more. Hmm. Am I right? 
Definitely. Wanting more is one thing, but there is always more. Yes. The, the ladder never ends. It's no. like infinity. The ladder. You are like a quotation dictionary. The ladder <laughs> never ends. Look at that. Look at that. So it's all about reaching those dreams and ambitions. And if you'd like to follow them, you can follow them on social media. Fabian Lance. You can just check that out on Facebook. It's Fabian Lance 96. And then you and Taylor Racing. And these will all be also put on cliffcentral.com. So it's inspired youth. It is the, the end of yet another show But before we go Ewan mm-hmm. I am now 11 years old And I want to get into a cart What do you tell me? You find Fabian Lance And you ask her to, to sort your cart out <laughs> <laughs> And then you go and win <laughs> Thank you yeah, that is For kind sure of I mean she's, she's, she's running her own team now Her own business And I mean that's the kind of people you want to find If you want to start racing You need to find someone who knows the game you know, you can do it yourself, but I'll tell you, it, it, it is difficult. It is difficult. As, unless you start with someone. With so, the so then of, let's go to Fabian then. Yeah. Okay. So I am nine years old and I want to start racing. I want to be the next Fabian Lance, but in the male format. But <laughs> what, what would you tell me? Cause do you, you obviously deal with this on a daily yes, basis through yeah, your charities. So. Yes. so, so what we have is we're based at Swat Corps Racetrack. And uh, you come with yourself in your jeans and your jersey. We've got helmets. We've got carts. We've got everything to get you introduced to the sport. And then we go through all the safety things first because it's important to know what you're doing in case there's a crisis because you don't want to be in a situation you can't get out of. Mm. And uh, baby steps first. So we go with all of that first. And then we take you onto the track. And then, like I say, with the basics very basic stuff, like literally breaking cone here, gas cone there. Oh, wow. You come once a week on a, in a morning, afternoon, that kind of thing. And then we sort of build it on that. And after some time, like a month or two, you then have a look at a budget as to what kind of cart do we get you? And yes. you want to use one. What suits you? What can you do? What do you want to? How competitive can we get? Yes. Yeah. You know, so do you want to, what's your Aim for your child, you know, things like that. So every person in the team is a unique individual. Um, you're never a number by us. Um, I've been a number in many teams before. And that's why nobody else will ever be a number again. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like, I don't think anyone, like, I don't think you like that. I'm sure you felt that before. Oh, um, no, in Burl. Yeah, no, yeah sure. <laughs> you know, so you do get that. And uh, um, that's, like I say, with my T-shirt, everybody has their own number at the back. So you, oh, lovely. That's right, 96. That's yeah. right. That's what I go 44. with. So you go from, from step to step and then within a year or two, then where you came from to where you are now. And very much important is to actually enjoy the every little step that you take because once you're at the top, the real hard work starts yeah. to yeah. stay. Once there. you're at the top, the real hard work starts. Like every other dream and ambition, I suppose, as you said, there's always another challenge. It's always a time to get professional. Always a time to get more professional. Thank you to both of you, you and Taylor, for coming in, and Fabian and Lance for coming in to come and speak to us about the motor industry and inspiring the youth on Inspired Youth, where we try and help the youth to live the best life possible. Thank you also to cliffcentral.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Any last words you want to say? Uh, I just want to say thank you so much to Cliff Central for having us and uh, had a great time. Thank you. Uh, same from me. It's a very big thank you for having me. And uh, everybody, go out and come racing. Yeah. Come racing. Sure. Come join us. Live those dreams <laughs> and ambitions. It's the, the Racing is bigger than just go-karting yeah. is what you're trying to tell me. I, I know it. I can see it. It's, <laughs> I, I think that my favorite thing about this entire show is the one quote that I got out was, <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a male-dominated industry, not a male-only industry. Human, take note. Thank you guys very much for coming <laughs> Thank in. You. Thank you. It's been awesome to have you here. Thank you.